What's up, awesome people? You're going to love this episode. Uh, it was with one of the most wonderful, fabulous, talented, fun-loving, positive, energetic, super mom of ladies that I've ever come across with. Uh, a lot of you already know her. If you don't know her, definitely follow her. Her name is Shali Zomorodi. She's a Fox 5 Good Morning San Diego uh, anchor, and she's a social media darling and really has been able to kind of grow her platform uh, by showing uh, a little glimpse into her personal life and bringing uh, her family into the mix of things and projecting as much love and positivity that one could imagine. So we talked about love, we talked about relationships, we talked about marriage. Uh, just check it out. You're going to like it. Thank you. This is dedicated to anyone that's been knocked down, but not out. The ones that fell to their knees, but rose back up. The ones that scratched and clawed, but never let go. The ones willing to admit their faults, move past their failures, and improve every single day. I hope these conversations encourage you to think critically, make you laugh hysterically, inspire you profoundly, and remind you to practice gratitude daily. My name is Iman Hushman. Welcome to the conversation. Welcome to Awesome People. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Awesome People podcast. I'd like to apologize for being super Persian for once and being a few minutes behind schedule. Usually I take pride in having my German roots and being punctual, but sometimes there's certain things that are out of our control. And what I'm really upset about is having to take up the valuable time of my special guest today. And this lovely lady has, um, she got my attention about a year ago when her videos of her singing and dancing at Fox 5 News Morning with her non-Persian colleagues uh, to the Persian classic songs and, you know, projecting love, energy, passion for work, passion for life. And, you know, as I continue to watch her uh, connect with her community that just continue to grow over time, you could tell that she is there to make people happier. Like that's literally her joy every single morning to get up and connect with people from around the world. And you can you can tell with one IG live or one IG TV video or one YouTube video of hers to just see how much she loves to love. And given the fact for 23 years, I've had the pleasure of being in the events and wedding industry, having been a part of over a thousand weddings, my mom being a wedding officiant, I was like, there's no greater person on earth that I would love to talk about love, about happiness, about joy, about weddings, about her officiating, about her, her amazing husband, her four beautiful children. I mean, this is going to be a show that will hopefully lift your spirits up, get you excited for not just the rest of today, but hopefully let it carry into the weekend, let it carry into 2021, and let's have an incredible, incredible year ahead. And so this lovely, fabulous, beautiful lady, her name is Shali Zomorodi. And just to give her a little background before she gets on, she's been waking up San Diego uh, every morning from uh, for past decade, a little bit more than a decade on Fox 5 News in San Diego. And, uh, you know, she actually credits her her journalism aspect with pageantry that she was in. She was uh, the title of Miss California Globe and was third runner up to Miss Mrs. U.S. Globe. She also held the title of Miss Orange County Teen USA uh, and Miss Orange County USA. And it was actually during that competition at Miss California USA that she she won an award in journalism. And if that's not enough, she's a devoted uh, wife to an incredible man, Bruce, and a devoted mother, energetic mother, mother, a happy mother to four beautiful children that are named Arshia, Arshan, Shaila, and the newest of the bunch, uh, Shaden. 
And if that wasn't enough, she's also a social media darling. I've had friends call her the Persian Chrissy Teigen. I just call her Shali Zomorodi. Durud Barshomo, Shali June, Shali June, how are you? And I just don't know what to say. Are you talking about me? Is that you <laughs> yeah, that's how awesome you are. <laughs> <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I mean, when you put it that way, I mean, I, now I'm going to start turning all colors of pink and blushing. <laughs> That's very sweet. How are you, sweetheart? Thank you so much for making time out of your busy schedule. I am happy to be here. And thank you for, for doing something that uh, also injects positivity in this crazy thing that we call life. Yes. Um, I, I, Sometimes it's hard for me to be able to work some of these opportunities in here, uh, just given the basically crazy life that you just described to everybody that I have. But every so often when a pocket of time comes up that I can do something like this and sit down and just have a conversation, I'm, I'm down to do it. So I'm here and you, you have me right now. Thank you. Yeah, I know. And I know you're working on a very tight schedule. I'm assuming this morning, as usual, Monday through Friday, you got up at three o'clock in the morning and you were at the studio by like four, four thirty, hair, makeup and five o'clock showtime. Huh? Well, yes, um, on some of it. I do my own hair and makeup when I wake up at three o'clock. Me too. Me too. <laughs> you do a great job. You do Thank a great you. job. Thank you. I get a lot of comments about my makeup. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, I mean, it's just been a, it's been a busy week. Um, I mean, there's just always something happening and we, we're always on our toes now because of what's happening with the, the pandemic and coronavirus. So yes, I worked a full day and um, I, I'm home and my hardest job, in my opinion, my day starts when I walk off the sets and I come back home and I turn into mommy to four kids, which by the way, the fourth one, he is known as Captain Goldor. Yes, Captain Goldor, who doesn't like to say mama. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's beautiful. And like, honestly, like the family dynamic is is really spectacular. And even though we all know that it's not always perfect when it's off screen, just the fact that you're injecting not just uh, your family with that much positivity, but you happen to inject it to the entire world. I, I commend you for that. And it's really spectacular. And when I was trying to decide really for 45 minutes, what am I going to talk about with you? I wanted to focus on things that you haven't been addressing like over and over and over. And uh, the, the one and, and also a topic that I'm a little bit aligned with in many ways. And and that is how you kind of stumbled upon uh, officiating weddings uh, a few years ago, which started off with your fans, a couple of them contacting you and you were kind of reluctant, but you decided to, you know, give it a try. And it turned out you loved, you know, not just officiating weddings, but you love to love so much that you've gotten married over and over and over. And normally that sentence would, would be weird if you stop there, but it's to the same person, you know? So that's kind of, that's a, that's the beauty <laughs> of that. So uh, th these are the kind of topics that I would love to um, chit chat with you today. But first, why don't you just talk about uh, the, the love that was created between you and Bruce? I know you guys were two young couples that fell in love, you know? So touching on, you know, turning back to time, I know this year, I believe you're celebrating 20 years or is it next year together being together? We're, I think, celebrating 22 years together. 22 years, okay. Yes, together that we've been in each other's lives and we've been married, um, you know, almost half of that time, maybe a little bit less. But yeah, Bruce, which I call Brucey, he's my Brucey. We met many, many years ago and we were kids. And sometimes I look over at him and um, that one young man that I once knew is you know we we built a family together and we have four kids together and we're figuring out life together and 
we have gone through some pretty uh, highs in life and we have gone through some pretty lows in life right. and um but we're doing it together and um I love him more today than I did yesterday. And I will love him more tomorrow than I, I do today. I mean, he's my, he's my best friend and he gets on my nerves sometimes. Ooh. <laughs> and this like filming that he does with me with my mouth open when I'm sleeping. Ooh. I, got, I, got, I got a good laugh out of that one, you know? Yeah. But, you know, but, but we have found uh, a way after all these years, we're getting better and better at this thing called marriage because it's, really difficult. It's really, really difficult. Um, and I try to shed light into it. I don't want everybody that's watching go, oh, she has such a perfect life and she gets up and she just poof looks like this and poof goes on TV and poof cooks and then twirls around and then has a party and then twirls around and then does something like that's, come on, come on people. That's not life. That's it's, not it's hard. I'm exhausted. I have bags under my eyes. Bruce and I get into arguments. I lose my mind with my kids sometimes. Um, that's what life is. But when you find a partner, you find a support system, you find family, you lean on psychology, so many things to help you grow. Every day you learn, you get stronger and, and you fight through it and, and you get better. And I look at Bruce and I maybe 22 years ago and Bruce and I today, and I'm like, whoa, we've grown up a lot. We, we, we've left a lot of the kid stuff behind and here we are as mommy and daddy now trying to figure out really big, serious things in life. And now we're trying to raise four little humans um, to be good, kind, and healthy people in this world, which is probably, let me take that, let me start again, which is the most challenging and difficult thing that is on our plate of things to do. And it's also um, the most important thing, you know, the, it's the also most the important, most important responsibility. Absolutely. How, 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 much, how much would you say that the, the relationship that you have with your husband um, was like a catalyst for you to want to officiate uh, the weddings and kind of like mm -hmm. kind of like advise them or spread that or share that love with the next generation of couples because I'm a product of two parents that have been together for 60 years they're celebrating their 55th wedding oh, on wood next oh. week and um, you know like they they to me are like the epitome of like a sunny and share couple not to say that it's been perfect but you know my mom when she decided to start officiating back like 18 20 years ago it was just for fun but she was like, you know what? I have this love for my husband. My husband and I, we have this love for each other. And I want to pass on that type of love. So when you decided to do the officiating of weddings, in addition to just making the couple's dreams come true, did you ever look at it as like, you know what, Bruce? We, we built something special. And it's kind of like a part of my, our legacy to kind of pass along. Or what was the mindset of like deciding? Yeah, that's not, that's not how that all went down. Because Bruce sometimes looks at me and he's like, are you crazy? Like as if you don't have enough stuff to do on a daily basis. Now you want to go to people's weddings and do this. And I, I, this was never my plan. This again was started by um, two couples that are, who are half Persian, half American, non-Persian. And simultaneously, their letters, and they reached out to me right at the same time. And both of them asked me to uh, officiate their weddings. I've never officiated a wedding. I've been to enough weddings that I could probably do it with my eyes closed. 
and you had enough weddings yourself too to kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, i'm planning my fourth one now and my 20th wedding anniversary we're getting married again he promised me four kids four weddings Why and not? i'll tell you the funny story behind that as well sure. um but once i sat down and i thought about it and i kept talking to these couples and i was looking at them they reminded me of of me and Bruce when we were young and we were so excited to have this party and we were so excited for people to be there to help celebrate our, our love. And I, I agreed to do like one or two. I haven't done them yet because we were supposed to do them this year and because of the pandemic, everything keeps getting pushed and pushed. Right. And in the small time that happened, I've had maybe dozens of other couples reach out to me to have me do their weddings in 2021, 2022. Yeah. Um, which unfortunately I can't do many a year because, you know, Bruce, you've got a lot of things on your plate, of course. but it was more, it was more that weddings for me and for everybody, it's a place of love. It's an explosion of love. Everybody is happy. Everybody's jumping up and down. Everybody is high on love. And I told Bruce, I said, why would somebody not want to be in that environment? It's so electrifying when you go to a wedding. You know, the funny thing is like, you can have like normal parties and nobody wants to come. When there is an Arusi in a wedding, Everybody. the amme and then the uncle and then the dai and then the cousin, and then all of a sudden you have like 500 people and people are getting mad why, why they don't, you're not invited to their wedding. There's a reason because it is so uh, intoxicating that night and people are thirsty for that love, that feeling you go and you watch two people in the purest moment of their life where they're starting. This is before like the arguing starts and the realities of marriage set in. <laughs> Everybody wants to be there. So that's that's kind of how I stumbled upon it. And um, unfortunately, with these two couples, they just kept the weddings kept getting pushed and pushed because of the pandemic. So we'll see 2021, 2022. Um, but it's, it, it's cool. I'm really excited about uh, doing this. I'm really excited about doing this. Well, when we do come back again, because my, my main company exclusive entertainment, we do over a hundred weddings a year. And I know that when it does make a comeback, there's going to be an explosion of weddings. And so I hope that you and everybody else that helps make weddings special, that, um, they get to enjoy and savor those great moments. There's nothing better than the union of not just two people, but two families who were like, created to support each other and love each other. I know how much admiration and respect you have for your mother-in-law and Bruce, vice versa. You know, uh, they, they are truly the pillars of a marriage as well. You know, like when you have the support, what I loved about one of the videos that you had is that you go and you complain about Bruce to your mother-in-law and she takes your side, you know, and like, oh yeah, and that's how it should be. You know, like you should not want to go to your, your mother-in-law should always take your side and not their own children's side, because then you're not doing any help in bringing everybody together. So I'm glad and, and grateful to see that you have that great relationship with your families. Yeah. Let me just, let me just take this opportunity and come over here real quick. And I just, I just, uh, I'll just tell him he's, he's very lucky. He's very lucky. What's up, Bruce? I was just, I was just explaining to Iman that you're very lucky that you have your mom because that's why I married you. <laughs> Hey, that's very important. When you select a lover, that's why you married me. Because I love your mom. Wait, wait, Bruce, 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 while you're here, can you do us an honor and give us one of your famous jokes? 
Oh my God. <laughs> he I'm takes you on the spot. preparation, Iman, to prep those jokes. Yeah, I, I just got to make sure that it's pre-approved by Charlotte. Yeah, I, ha I, pre I have to pre-approve his okay, joke. Okay. He does it. There's no <laughs> joke telling. Just, just know that we don't have to be G-rated on awesome people. But if you do need to run it by Charlie June, feel free. to And Charlie, give the green light. Bless, bless us with a joke, my friend. Do you have a joke? No, I'm not at this point. Not at this Sorry, point. Yeah, you so... have one joke. Well, go, go, back, go back to the drawing board and come back in 15 minutes. Does he have one of those joke, you know, to kind of like refer to? No, he just, he come, you come up with this stuff. Mostly, yeah, I come up with the yeah, jokes. I mean, nobody can oh, see you. Yeah, mostly, I come up with the jokes. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, yeah, I don't have anything in my mind. Okay. You know, right. when, you. When, when, whenever you're ready, don't worry. Come back and join us anytime. Okay. <laughs> nice. You know, I, thank you so much for dropping in for a second. You know, uh, so actually Bruce uh, doing a little cameo right now um, has me leading to this other question that I have and that, you know, the relationship that you both have is not what's considered a traditional uh, old school relationship where the man is like the head of the household and, you know, you, the roles are kind of reversed. And how, how, how much do you appreciate the fact that you have this, you know, progressive modern type of relationship where the Iranian man is this is such a great supporter of what you love and what you're passionate about. How has that helped your relationship? How's that helped your career? And you know, kind of touch on that because I love that about him. That's a really tough question. I'm <laughs> glad you said man is not the head of the household. No, you know what? With with Bruce, and uh, I, I say this with so much love and admiration that no two people can go through life without the utmost support and love and respect for each other's dreams. Right. So, you know, Bruce doesn't always agree with the things that I do in life. He doesn't always like the things I do in life and the choices I make and vice versa. There's sometimes that I'll see him, you know, choose to do something and I'm like, why? why? But I feel like when two people are married and you, you love somebody, you love them for what they want to do and what their dreams are. You know, like Bruce's dreams are not my dreams. Some of them are like our family and maybe to go to Italy together. But I don't dream about getting in like cars and going rum, rum, rum. like that's just not not my thing. Right. And Bruce doesn't dream about sitting and having mehunis on a Friday night and doing podcasts. But I will get into Bruce's car every once in a while and let him go rum, rum, rum while I'm holding on for dear life. And Bruce will sit down on a Friday night. And I know that sometimes he's like, why are you dragging me into this? And he'll sit and now he brings jokes and he's dancing with me. And I know he does that because he knows that's important to me. And when you show up for somebody equally, it's not you do more, I do more, you do less. It's not it's not a game. Like when you're in marriage, you just, you can't, you can't do marriage like that. You just got to show up each one of you hundred percent, be responsible for yourself every day. And some days that I want to show up 80% that he shows up 120%. Like you got to learn how to dance with somebody like that. I love that. That's a beautiful analogy to be able to dance. And one time he leads, sometimes you lead and together it's a beautiful dance from start to finish. Um, so but I do know that in addition to the great communication you have together, the support you guys have uh, for one another, one thing that you preach about a lot, which I love, is having a consultant, having a marriage uh, a therapist or counselor, basically like a sounding board to kind of go to them. Um, can you kind of share just the benefits of, 
of, uh, that, that that has had on your relationship and how much you recommend other couples to get into? Because I Absolutely. know, especially, especially in the Persian community, as you know, there is this stigma about basically, no, 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 why would I do this? We can do this on our own. Like it's this ego that gets in between seeking advice from people who do this as a living. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about that. I usually, Imanja, I don't, I don't tend to like the word preach because I don't want to ever use my platforms that I have to tell people what to think. The only thing that I will tell people is to dance more, eat more korma sabzi, hug your family more, love harder, live harder, sleep harder, vacation harder. That stuff I will preach to you, but I'm not... I'm not here to preach like what your political beliefs should be and, sure. and, and how you should, um, you know, manage relationships in your life. But there is one thing very near and dear to me that I will go to the toppest mountain and I will scream it at the top of my lungs is that just as you take care of your teeth and you go to the dentist and they clean everything and you get your x-rays and then you go to the doctor and they draw your blood, you check your cholesterol and your sugar to make sure you're not diabetic. You know, just the other day I did an ultrasound to make sure like thyroid and stuff is okay. Why are we not taking care of our brains? This is a, another organ in our body. And you might not feel, you might not think what you're feeling, that anxiety, that tiredness, that sadness, that anger, the relationships that you have with one another um, has anything to do with here. But if, in my opinion, this is the most important thing, you should be checking this thing out before checking everything else out and not checking it out um, with just uh, all the, you know, that's good to obviously have a support system to talk to, but there are trained professionals. There are doctors who understand what's happening in here and that can, that can help. And it doesn't mean medication. I personally, I don't take any medication. And if, you take medication, then good on you. If you were able to find that support and it balances you and brings you peace in your life, good for you. My, my medication is to go to somebody and talk when I don't feel good, when I have anxiety, when I'm scared, when I see that the world, I'm like, what is going on? How are we going to raise our kids? When, when my kid does something and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why is he doing this? Like I, nobody gave me a book on how to raise four kids. Nobody gave me a manual on how to be a good wife and be married to Bruce. And the times that he's getting on my nerves and I'm letting the anger just take over. Sometimes it's finding someone who is neutral, mm -hmm. who can take that emotion and, and rage and fear and anxiety and whatever it is that is so natural for all of us to feel, to peel it off so you can go, oh, okay. I'm sorry, Bruce, I was kind of being a jerk. But when we don't have those tools and you let the ego get in this way and you, you, you're, you're mimicking other people's behavior, you think you know what you're doing. I tend to find when I, I can only speak about my own experience when I look back in my life, I like who I am today. I like how I can handle things better today. And I very openly say that I have such a stressful life, Imam. I mean, I see bad things happen to people every single day for four hours minimum a day. Right. Bad things that happen to good people come out of my mouth over and over and over and over again. So you can imagine what that does to my psyche sometimes. And I'm a softie and I'm a mom. So I 
turned to that because I'm getting, I was getting sad. And that anger and that sadness sometimes would come into my relationships, my friendships, um, into my family, into my relationship with my husband. And it took a, a lot of years and I still go, I still go. Just like I brush my teeth, just like I go to the gym, I'll just go sit sometimes, I'll have nothing to talk about and then something will come up and I'll talk about something. What would you say is the best advice that a professional therapist gave to your marriage that you hadn't previously ever considered? Is there something that kind of sticks out? Yeah, there's one thing that I've, I've carried with me is time, tact, and dose. What, when you say something, how you say something, and how much of what you say. So like if I really want a yes answer from Beirut or something, let me just make something up. Like, I want to buy like a, like a new toothbrush. If I go to Behrouz at a time that he just walked in the house and he's had a crappy day at work, this is the last worst moment to go ask him to buy a toothbrush. You know, like I need to calculate and say, you know what? He's in a good mood in the morning when he's well, like rested. Let me just wait till that time and how much I say of it and how I say it. You know, all these all these forms of communication really, they're so simple when you, when you get it, but they're so complex from the, out, the outside, you know? So that's one thing that has really stuck with me is that to be very sensitive to, to him and, and his world and his stresses as well, that it's not all about Shali and oh, this is, let's get ready for the baby morning. Maybe the fat fat is tired. He doesn't wanna, he doesn't wanna do it. So Timing that, is that's everything. one thing. Timing is everything. Yeah. Um, all right. I love that. Um, so what I want to do for, we have about 15 minutes to go. And there, there was a bunch of rapid fire questions that I wanted to do to take up a couple of minutes. Then I'll ask one question and then I'll let you finish up the interview however way you'd like to. Rapid so, fire. Is this going to hurt? Hopefully not. This is, this is the painless type, you know. But the first okay. thing that kind of comes to mind, you know, and it's in the realm of music and dancing and celebration. So hopefully they're going to come, come across easy and don't worry about offending everybody. Okay. okay. Uh, you'll see what I mean. You, you'll see what I mean when I ask the question. Okay. Uh, first of all, what was the last Persian concert that you attended? Oh, I don't remember. It's been so long, Iman. <laughs> okay, um, are, are you maybe like not as much as a concert goer and more just a lover of music? Cause I mean, I just think I go to all kinds of co concerts, like Shadam Shah. I go to Persian concerts mostly. I'm obsessed oh, okay. with Persian music, Shadam Shafare, Moin, like you name it. I'm there. It's just, it, we've been in this pandemic for so long that I yeah. forgot what life is like. Yeah, the new concerts of today are your Friday Mehmuni IG lives, basically. So. That's what that's what we're <laughs> trying to do. Yeah. Okay, so which Persian artist, deceased or alive, would you love to have a front row seat to, uh, if once the pandemic is open, you could have right now in front of you live? To Sharam Shapar and Haide. Oh wow, what a combination! Oh. oh my goodness gracious. Okay, I like that answer. Uh, well, while we're at it, with what's your favorite Sharam Shapar song and what's your favorite Haide song? That is um, definitely, and I, oh my gosh, I always go by. You can sing, keep on going. Oh gosh, look, I'm a news broadcaster. Let's just all be real. The people who were sending me messages today when I was singing Lady in Red and said, Shali, you have a great voice. 
my loves, go get your ears checked because I do not have a great voice. <laughs> Zero great voice. That is funny. So let's go to the next rapid question real quick. And that is, um, I know you I know you started to pick up the daft instrument. Uh, what is your favorite instrument to listen to? Uh, violin and violin. Oh, very beautiful. Actually, your 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 boy Kayvon, who's an incredible uh, musician or, or was singer, but in that one song that he has, the violin is so beautiful. What an incredible talent that he's. He's like a combination of Puya and Moin come together, super modernized, and so hopefully he's one amazing. Day yeah, he's amazing. Chat with him more. So since you've gotten married, is it four times now total, or is it three times? Well, total? we married three times. Three times. So what is what do you do? You remember the first dance song for all three weddings? Um, yes. Well, yes and no. The first one was, um, um, how does it go? I forgot. <laughs> it wouldn't be a song that, you know, it wouldn't, okay. it wouldn't be song. It was an American song and we had one of our friends sing it live for us. It wasn't lady in red. No, it wasn't lady. <laughs> I was in white. Iman John, I was in white. Um, and the second time we were in Vegas when we got married. Right. And the, and this real quick, the funny story, I had a friend and she's been married for probably 25, 30 years now. And every year she goes to a city and she remarries her husband. And she does that to just remind her and him of what, what they're signed up for, what this journey of marriage is about. Because anybody who's been married knows that it's freaking hard. It's like freaking, freaking hard. Right. And sometimes you need those moments to, to look at that person again and say, I love you and I'm here and we're going to do another year. And then we're going to do another year. And it's not for everybody, but I, I'm a sucker for parties. And I, and when we got, we did our third wedding was with our kids, except minus Captain Rodor, they were all here. And to see them looking at mommy and daddy, telling each other that they love each other and, and we're gonna we're gonna get married again and we're gonna do this all over again and we're gonna show up for each other again, even though sometimes we wanna walk away. That's the whole fun that we just keep having with having these like weddings again. And are, basically big parties and we just renew our vows in front of everybody. Cause are, are, are you planning to have number four be at the 25 year silver anniversary or have you 20, not thought about it? 20. No, but the next one. No, because oh, we've oh, you've been married, together for 22 yeah. and 20 year anniversary. Our 20th wedding anniversary. We're going to have another big wedding. Beautiful. That's going to be incredible. <laughs> Hopefully you put her on IG live so we can all enjoy it and I'll invite everybody and, and, and celebrate with you. Okay. So, um, when, when I first told people that, you know, you're going to be a guest, you know, I, I told people, if you guys have any questions, message me and my goodness, you got some amazing fans that love and adore you. And, and I, and I, and I would have ne needed like six hours to be able to address all the questions, but there Aww. was, there was one question, um, that I thought was great. And I think that it could help a lot of people. Um, and the question came from my friend Tara. What advice would you give to other Iranian American women who are struggling between expressing themselves fully and maintaining the composure our family slash Iranian community expects from us? Um, I, I guess I would want to ask Tara, what is that expectation that the Iranian community has from? I think it's different for everybody. You know, when I was growing up, um, my parents, are from, both of them are from Iran. I've never lived in Iran. I wasn't born in Iran. Um, so the, it was much more traditional when I was younger. 
Um, as I grew up and we learned the society here, I was very lucky to have parents that said, you know what, you need to spread your wings and fly. And I was not the easiest teenager. Don't ever interview my mom because she'll tell you some horror stories. Um, but I don't think everybody's life is going to be copy paste, copy paste for everybody. So it's hard to give that advice. All I can share with you and what I've done is wake up and lead with love every day. No life is easy. Life is challenging for every single one of us. The challenges that you face are very different than the challenges that I face. But one thing that we could all have in common is how do we deal with those challenges? And I think those will bring the same outcome. You can't change families. You can't change other people's perspectives, but you can change yourself. And if you do things that are not out of spite or resentment or to get back, but you do it out of love, I think over time it, it will balance out and you'll, you'll find your way. Beautiful words. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, like Tara is actually one of those extroverted people. And, you know, I've known her for a long time and always being very, you know, dancing and, and shod, you know, and, and I could tell that the, the reason why she was asking was because even though she loved doing that, she would get some pushback from people who would say, he's at a proper tarbush, you know, like, don't do this, don't do that, because that's that's literally 20, 30 years ago, how parents were, were raising um, their children. So I think uh, you attribute your ability to just be you to your parents. So perhaps mm -hmm. there should be more advice to parents to, you know, show more love and let the kids be who they- Right, but it's all part of it. It's all part of a journey, Iman. It's all part of a journey. And we learn, as parents, we learn, you know, right? So right. you might, you might as a parent say, boy, we should not let our, our daughters date and we shouldn't do this and do that. And then fast forward 20 or 30 years, that same parent will see that the ones that like didn't date aren't, always the happiest ones in life and then the ones that were having a good time and partying it out and doing this they turned out just fine True. that's why i say if you bring it all back to the basis of love and you educate yourself this is where psychology comes back in i really like i'm trying to learn to raise my four children differently what are the tools that i can give them so that i as a mother can show them look these are your wings. Now go. And if you're going to fall, I'm going to let you fall. You're going to fall. And I'm right here. If you need me, I'm right here. But I can't catch you all the time when you fall down. You have to make mistakes in your life in order to grow and to become the person that you are meant to be. But just know that your mommy is always here. You need me. I'm here. Super mommy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you, you keep on setting a great example for your children and you know, you can tell that you've already like planted so many seeds of love and joy into your children that they're just gravitating towards the same type of stuff that you're doing. So you're being a great role model. And I, again, I commend you for that. And I hopefully other parents appreciate what you're projecting so that they can also do it for their children. Um, on, on, a, on a closing message, um, I have this little segment, Veni, Vedi, Vici. I came, I saw, I conquered. And I always like to have my guests use the last few minutes of every episode to to really kind of deep from the heart share um really what your what your purpose is you know and like what you would love to have others take away from um what you're doing on a day-to-day -day life you've amassed a, a massive 
following uh, around the world. So it's a it's a great platform that that I think you've been blessed to have, and you're you're using it for good. But if there is like one message that you want to give to everybody that's watching and listening, uh, the virtual stage is yours. Oh, thank you, Iman. It is not a responsibility, by the way, because I think about this. I, I don't keep track of followers and, and I hate that word. Oh, it's so creepy. I, I prefer friends. Um, community. Community, but friends, we're friends. You are in my house. You are watching me dance. You are looking at me with no makeup on. You are seeing what my home looks like, what I, what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. So I consider you a friend when you are on any of my accounts looking into my house like this. Um, and I don't take that responsibility lightly. I don't, that's why sometimes I'm very mindful about what I post. Um, because it's your time and I'm coming into your day, into your space. And I'm hoping that I can use this just as you are giving me the opportunity to be in your life, that I use that opportunity to uplift, to love, to encourage, um, to learn and, and to grow. And that's what I do on my social media accounts. I don't do politics on here. Uh, politics tends to bring- um, Divide, yeah. It, it does. And I'm not saying we don't have those discussions, but that's not what I do on my social media accounts. It's just not for that. Life is tough enough as it is. There are plenty of accounts you can go and, and, and do all of that. Um, but what I hope that by opening up my life and giving up my privacy and my time and my energy and making myself a target for people to criticize me, to judge me, to call me names, to put down my kids, uh, to talk behind my back, um, but also to be loved and to meet these incredible human beings all over the planet and to empower mothers to say, you know what? I am tired today and I don't feel good today. And you know what? If Shali can do it, it's okay that I'm not going to feel good today. I'm going to get up and I'll be okay today. I'll be okay tomorrow. If I have a dream and I can look at someone like Shali, who so many years ago, she was bullied and everybody told her, oh, you're never going to have a, a career on TV. You don't, you don't have what it takes. You're not going to make it. And then every day I sit down at that desk and I'm covering the inauguration of the president of the United States. And I can do that. And I can come home and be a mommy to four kids and be tired and be married and, and be angry and get things wrong, but then get things right. And then I can cry, but then I can come back and dance. If I can show that through this little lens to people to help them in their journey, not to copy, you don't ever want to copy another human being, right. but if you can, just as I look at others to say, oh, I like what they're doing, I'm going to try it, or I don't like what they're doing, thank you for reminding me who I don't want to be. If I can do that and give people that opportunity in this world, I am more than happy to open up my life and dance with you and cry with you and go through life with you and do all of it with you. I'm, I, I hope that when life gets yucky, which it does, it does for everybody, for everybody. I hope that my story will remind you that it's okay not to be okay. And I promise you in the end, things are gonna be okay. I promise you things are going to be okay. I, I appreciate those uplifting words, Shalijun. And 
I, I have no doubt you're going to continue making a massive impact. Thank you for making the news cool again. You know, people <laughs> definitely associate news with just bad news coming. And so you've managed to take um, a, an industry, a career that is filled with a lot of sad news, which is important to share as well. It's nothing bad about it, but you've been able to, uh, you know, bring a lot of that joy and happiness and zest for life into it. Uh, you've been making people uh, comfortable being who they are, uh, especially women, especially a lot of Iranian women who, uh, especially when they're coming from, from Iran into another culture, America especially, they have difficulties acclimating. And I have no doubt that you're a source of confidence and motivation to them. And I, I just know that you haven't even scratched the surface of all the <laughs> impact that you're able to make. And I can't wait to continue watching you on your journey. And I, I hope that next time we'll have Bruce give a, give his uh, jokes as well on. We could, would love to have you back, uh, both of you back. And uh, I just want to thank you for your time, for being who you are, for, for letting, uh, giving us a little window into your beautiful family and wishing you guys much health and love and joy. Oh, thank you, Imanjan. It was so lovely spending this time with you and we will do it again one time. We'll just do like a whole joke session, yeah, jokes we'll, and dancing. I love that. You can't, go, you can't go wrong with jokes and dancing and singing. No. And, uh, and, and I appreciate all of your followers who, and friends and community, excuse me, uh, who started following me. So I want to say hello to all of your friends uh, from across the world. And hopefully we get to continue putting out content that brings your friends and, and, and community um, uplifting interviews and, and great content to make them happier and make it through this crazy thing called life. So thank you again, Shadi Jun. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. So ladies and gentlemen, as Shali Jun uh, leaves us, I want to, again, thank her so much for making time. There's no doubt that she's a busy bee. And, um, um, you know, I, by the way, Shali Jun, feel free to, to go. I didn't want to keep you. I'm going to I'm going to kind of do the rest of 10 minutes. And for everyone else that's still sticking around, um, I'm really grateful for Shali having um, given 45 minutes of her time to to talk about love and relationships and marriage, um, you know, and, and, you know, with her being the wedding officiant. Um, it, it struck very close to me because our main business was weddings and events and, um, you know, at Exclusively Entertainment, uh, we cannot wait to do weddings again. And um, for some of you who have been following me for a while, um, we started this new live stream called The Drop-In, where our DJs at Exclusively Entertainment, they come and perform at a live stream for a couple hours and every episode is a different genre of music. Sometimes it's, last week it was hip hop, like 1990s and 2000s hip hop. Uh, we're going to be having Latin nights. We're going to have Persian nights. We're going to have house music. There's going to be Arabic music. Um, think of the top 10, 20 and most popular genres. That's what we're trying to execute in the in the weeks and months to come. Um, you know, while, while things have been really, really, really tough at Exclusive Entertainment, uh, not just for me, but also for our entertainers and technicians, uh, we've just been able to do something to continue playing music for all of you guys, try to entertain you guys, uplift you guys through great music, great energy. And, um, you know, we're planning on having the drop-in happen every two weeks, uh, if not every week, and hopefully one day, maybe every day. Um, and so if anybody is interested in becoming a collaborator in the show, um, you know, we're growing our network, we're growing our viewership, and we want to be able to support and sponsor those businesses that want to support and sponsor our shows, whether it's the drop-in, whether it's awesome people. So don't be shy. Um, you know, it, it's and any any little contribution from all of you to kind of keep these free live streams going. Uh, it just allows me and my team to continue staying busy as we're facing probably the entire 2021 being 
essentially washed out as well. So um, it goes without saying that the events and wedding industry has been hit incredibly hard, uh, but we're remaining optimistic. We're remaining hopeful. And uh, we want you a part of this live stream journey. So whether it's a drop in, whether it's awesome people, awesome people, it's your show. This is for you. It's meant to help you grow, help you uh, lift your spirits, make you laugh, uh, make you think critically about certain things. Um, I'm trying to get this ep show to have episodes every week or two as well. And right now I can actually tell you who next week's guest is. And I'm very excited to have him. He's one of the biggest Persian pop stars on the planet. Uh, he's been a good friend of mine for almost 15 years or something. And incredibly talented singer, musician, songwriter, uh, incredible voice. Uh, next Thursday, January 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern. It's my pleasure to have Sammy Beggy as our guest on Awesome People. So I hope that uh, you guys click the uh, link to the, to the podcast. Set a reminder to make sure you guys watch next Thursday, uh, January 28th. Uh, we're going to be talking about all the things that he's been up to. How has he been handling the pandemic, not being able to be on stage in front of thousands of people? Um, and, you know, feel free to comment below, like, share. You have no idea how important these elements are. These little simple elements of like, share, comment, uh, and all that stuff, they, they really help with the SEO. And so if you love these kind of shows, if these shows resonate with you, if you want to see me interview awesome people more often, please, please, please do all the above. Uh, and if there's something you don't like about it, give your feedback. Uh, we, we take constructive feedback very nicely. We're striving to improve every single day, every single episode, um, and would love to have you um, join our community. So like, subscribe, all that stuff. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. We also have uh, my text number as a community. If you want to shoot me a text, 202-918-3376. The screen should be popping up at some point. Uh, Brandon is working hard behind the scenes producing the show alongside my dear friend Anush, who's right over here as well. Um, yeah, and so that's pretty much it. And I want to end the show um, reminding you to please take care of your health. Uh, I literally, this is not for sympathy, but just letting you guys know to please take care of your health. But the last few days, I've had some incredible, painful neck and shoulder pain, nerve shooting down. I, I used to have neck surgery like three years ago. I was in the ER this morning on a lot of uh, painkillers and muscle relaxers. And the moral of that is to remind you that if your body is telling you something, if it's got some pain, go, go exercise, give it the proper rest, give it the proper love. Just like how Charlie talked about, um, you know, doing stuff with the brain and the heart to exercise those muscles, um, to keep marriage uh, better, to keep your mental health, uh, you know, stronger. I recommend the same thing for your physical health because I, I was very close to having to uh, postpone or cancel today's episode, which I did not want to do with a guest as busy and awesome as Shali. So I appreciate the doctors at Mount Sinai Hospital. And um, yeah, so take care of your health, take care of your body, take care of your mind, take care of your soul, be kind to each other and continue uh, pursuing your purpose. Whatever it is that makes you happy, do it and do it the best you can. And I have no doubt that you're going to reach um, all the the, the, the levels of happiness that you have envisioned. On that note, thank you again for joining us on Awesome People. And don't forget to join us next Thursday, January 28th, as I have the pleasure of having a conversation with Sammy Beggy. Have a wonderful day. Much love.